Welcome to the Power Your Life radio show with host and success doc, Joanne White. Author, speaker, certified coach, and energy master, Doc White gets to the heart of what matters most. She features guests and experts to help you consciously create more success, health, and wellness in every area of your life, work, and relationships. They'll share their success stories, wisdom, and know-how to help you shine more light onto your day and into your life. Power your life right now. Here's Joanne White. Hello, everyone, and wherever you are, I'm hoping you're having a super powerful day. And if not, we're going to rev up that power a little bit. And I'm so glad that we have some wonderful people here. And and many of the of us are thinking, and, and I have questions about this for many people, what do you mean by soul power? What, what, what's the soul? How does the soul differentiate it from spirit? Well, today we're going to unlock a lot of that information And we have a very special guest who's going to help you and all of us connect with your super soul power. Think about that. Mal Duane is a certified spiritual professional and life coach, as well as a certified law of attraction practitioner. Recognized as a leading expert on self-worth, she uses her personal triumphs over devastating life challenges to coach other women to reclaim their own self-worth. Mal's life experiences of betrayal, failed relationships, depression, and recovering from alcoholism as a young woman woman, excuse me, have given her extensive hands-on experience for taking charge of life to bring forth the potential that lies beneath scars and hurts. Mal is the author of the number one bestseller, Alpha Chick, Five Steps for Moving from Pain to Power and Choosing Happiness. She's also co-authored Inspiration for a Woman's Soul, Choosing Happiness, Inspiration for a Woman's Soul, Opening to Gratitude and Grace, and has been featured in many places like Fox News, Huffington, Middlesex News, Aspire Magazine, Healthy Living, and more, and she has Over 200 plus, 250 plus interviews on CBS radio, blog talk, and other media platforms discussing the power of choice and personal transformation for women. So here we are. Welcome, Mal. How are you? Oh, Joanne, I'm so excited to be here with you today because we're going to talk about power and it's my favorite subject. And it's mine, too, since I have a Power Your Life radio show and a Power Your Life TV show, right? So we are in sync, Mal, totally in sync. But somebody wrote in a question earlier, what's the difference between spirit and soul power? And and how do we separate them? Spirit is acquired through daily practice. It's not necessarily religious, but a personal practice of connecting with that higher self, that higher guidance that's available to all of us. Yes, that's, your, the, spirit, that's the spiritual practice, right, that you're yes. talking about. Okay, but, but soul spirit, power, 
Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say soul spirit power. Yep. Is is within us. Yes, it is, but it, we we have to access it through meditation, through prayer, um, getting quiet, so shutting fine. down that ego. That's all the ways like you like, that we activate it, right? Yes. Perfect. Okay, because she just sent me a hand up. That's great. Okay, so you your whole connection. Sorry, I'm just so excited about this. Your your firstly, we're going to share your story in a minute. But soul power is is incredibly different and and really powerful. So tell us how you define that, where that came from a little bit, Mal. Soul power. It's part of our DNA. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's already within us. And the best way to describe it is it is this unyielding. <clears throat> unstoppable belief and faith in yourself. When you totally believe in who you are and accept that divineness that is within you now you start to communicate with the soul and that is where our power lies it's it's always there we arrive on this planet with it except many of us lose sight of that and also don't and also don't know how to connect with that and that's you know that's where people like you come in to play here so tell us a little bit because oh my goodness your story your personal story over everything that you've endured in life has really led you to this super soul powerful place and I think sometimes the story is so important to people because they think well she maybe she could you know, she did it, but how about me? And then when they hear the circumstances and how you've moved past it, they can get a whole new perspective and say, yeah, how about me? And <laughs> that's what I want people to be able to, to access from your story today, Mel. I'm no different than any one of your listeners. However, what happens is, when, as I mentioned, when we're first born, we have this power. I lost sight of that very early on in my life. As a young woman in my teens, I became an ugly duckling. I was six feet tall and and weighed 100 pounds, and my friends called me malnutrition. And Mm. those words became buried within my my mind. And that was the beginning of my path of no self-esteem and no sense of worth. The only thing that I knew to comfort me and to take that pain away was to drink. Starting at the age of 16, having my first blackout before I was 18, and that process carried on for 25 years. Mm. I lost a lot of time to alcohol, valuable time. And I'm very transparent about it. I got to a point, Joanne, that if I didn't stop, 
I was going to die, and I knew it. And it was really a death wish. I wanted to die. I had no sense of hope. I wasn't inspired. I had nothing to look forward to. And, you know, people that looked at me said, well, gosh, this." and I was modeling in New York and in magazines and then successful in business and all of this, and people thought, well, she looks like she's got her act together. But the fact was it was a mask, and there was nobody behind that mask, no one real. My darkness took me to a point where I was looking at the threshold of death, and that was more appealing to me than staying alive. And it was that day that I was planning, how could I leave, that I heard something very different that was absolutely a divine awakening, intervention, whatever your beliefs may be. But what I heard was that, oh, no, dear child, you cannot leave. You have lessons to learn, and when you've mastered those lessons, you will need to go and teach others. Now, at first I thought, oh, my gosh, I have killed too many brain cells or I'm having a massive breakdown. But the funny thing was, Joanne, I had this amazing sense of comfort Mm-hmm. After hearing that, a sense of peace that came over me that I had not felt in many, many, many years. And I just sat with it. I was like numb. That was the beginning. I never picked another drink again. Mm-hmm. I never struggled with alcohol again. I did go to AA. I did all the things that you're supposed to do, but it's very unusual to experience what I experienced, which was absolutely no struggle with alcohol from that day forward. You know, the voice of the soul as you as you're mentioning, because I've heard that too, and the and it's like like you describe now, it's like none other and the sense of peace that you derive from it. It's not like it I mean, the way it comes through, it is the calm and the peace. And it's like, yes, totally, yes. Mm-hmm. So, it, so it's uh, beautiful. Go ahead. And from that moment on, those words kept replaying in my head. I'm going, lessons to learn, lessons to learn. What does that mean? I started on a path of wanting to know as much as I could about personal power and transformation. That's what gripped me out of all of it. And having gone through the addiction, a divorce, failed relationships, you name it, a a path of self-condemnation, the first thing that started to come through to me, and this is really tragic, it wasn't so much what had happened to me that was causing my suffering, it was what I thought about it. It was my perceptions that I was still carrying with me that was causing my pain. That was massive, absolutely a massive lesson. And that compelled me to dig deeper and deeper and deeper And for the last 28 years, I've read probably a 1,000 books from Adi Ashanti to Gary Zukav. I've worked with the best spiritual mentors 
the best business coaches. I've just wanted to take in as much information and understanding that I could about how we can grow as human beings and how do we do it. And all of a sudden, the light hit me. I had another massive download. And what it was is that success in life is really very simple, but we make it extremely complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And we make, like, we make our lives complicated. And I'm a perfect living example of being a massive complicator. (laughs) So what happened was uh, I realized that everything in life has a formula, everything. And success has a formula. And what was it? And that's when the lesson came through that I needed to teach. That there were five things that we could do as human beings that are simple practice that require no money, nothing else. It all comes from within us. Everything starts from within us our power, our success, our happiness, our self-worth, everything starts from within. And that simple practice of five steps absolutely creates this unmeasurable belief in oneself. And the first step was focus, to stop looking outside of myself for a solution to make me feel better, to give me self-worth, to find the solution to my pain. Everything that I needed was coming from within. And if I could just take that focus and bring it within, I would find the answers that I needed to create success in my life and happiness. And I did, very quickly. I started a meditation practice, and it really opened me up to an entirely different flow of communication and energy. Powerful, very powerful. Now, these steps, you mentioned the first one, which is focus. Yes. Do you care to share just at least Absolutely. What the, identify what those steps are, and then we can see if we can go into more detail. And we also have some people that have some questions, so Wonderful. we may want to check that out too. Okay, so go ahead. So The second step is acceptance. And what that really means is that we must accept ourselves as just the way we are. Let go of all the old beliefs. Stop the resistance because what happens is when we resist, we're creating negative energy, which constantly depletes us. The third step is intention, setting intentions, having a vision. That in- Intentions have the soul of the universe behind them. They're much more powerful than a goal, which to me is like a written wish. Thoughts, because our thoughts are energy also and attract everything into our reality. And the fifth step, once we've really been using this practice and we have energetically now lifted our vibration to a much higher level and we are communicating in a much different way and we are tapping into that soul communication, now we have to go and help others to teach others how to do this as well. We can change the planet by helping others and working in collaboration with them. Now, the funny thing about these five steps, they spell faith. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) 
not funny at all, right? It's no, not it's, funny at all. no, it's not. <laughs> I always say that, that some of the reasons we're here today in this body is one, to learn, to grow, to evolve, to transform ourselves, to love, and then to do service. So, so what, you're, what you're promoting and what you've learned and what you teach is so in sync with, like, my belief system, which makes me very excited. I, somebody has a question. Shall we take it? Please. Okay, good. Hello, you're on the air? Hi, there's a uh, there's a flyer with uh, your number on it saying that you found my dog. So I just want to thank you so much. Thank, thank you, whoever that was. So uh, this is a show, <laughs> and I'm glad well, you found bless your dog. You. <laughs> I'm glad, right? Glad you found your dog. So see what happens with soul power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, great. So. Um, you mentioned these steps. Somebody who's so far removed now from connecting with their soul and realizing, well, realization is that, you know, is, is, is the first step we have to come to, not, not including your five steps, but realizing that is, is pivotal. What do they need to do? to begin that development? Is it first through focus? I mean, what do they need to do to even connect? It's like somebody's writing, well, how do I know it's my soul talking? And that's where that serenity and that peace come in. But how does somebody actually begin that communication, that dialogue that is so beautiful that, and, you know, it it elevates us, as you say. It's available to all of us. And we have to be willing. And willingness means that we have to get out of our heads, out of our minds, which do not serve us at all. Our minds are here to make sure that we survive, but they're not here to really serve us in the way that we need to be served as human beings. So we need to get out of our minds and get into our souls. And you can do that by willingness and asking, by sitting quietly and being willing to be open to a different dialogue, learning through practice how to shut that voice of the ego, which sadly ran my life for many, many years and can still pop up and give me a real tune-up on days. And I've gotten to the point where I've named my ego Louise. And when she <laughs> takes over, I go, wait a minute. You stop that right now. I'm not having that conversation today. So I've made, like, personality out of it so I can play with it and just say, uh-uh, I'm not going to listen to that negative self-talk. I'm going to shut that down now because that's not my truth. That's not who I am. I am a divine soul. I'm a... You know, it's been said many times, we are divine beings having a human experience. That's really it. Very true. So it's practice, just the willingness and the practice, and it comes with practice. Now, I want to add that. I want to add add something because it's important. Um, It's not just sitting my sole practice in terms of connecting and getting guidance is through walking. And I had to do that because 
I couldn't sit for a long period of time a long while ago when I was healing an injury. And so I had to figure out, well, you know, it's still, it still gets to that soul. And so for people that can't do that or that, that need an, an alternate way of connecting and being in the silence and, and receiving the, that information, walking can be very important as well. You could do dancing, free exactly. movement, to drums. Thanks. There right. are so I, many ways to connect. Right. I've done that through you, dance, too, by the way. So yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, good. It's, I'm a glad personal, said, it's a personal practice. Perfect. That's important to people so that they don't feel limited by, you know. I remember when I first went for to study meditation and went with to gurus and they would have you sit. Well, I could not sit. I, I was in too much agony, and I had to get permission <laughs> to lie down or to stand up to be able to do what everybody else, you know, to still access the information and get to the quiet, but to do it the way that my body was able to tolerate it. So I just want to put that out. There's no to do meditation. There's only the way that you're comfortable with it. Exactly. Perfect. So the daily practice, does it, I mean, how did you begin it? You you just, you were studying with many different people and, and how did you find that personal one that we're talking about that fits you so beautifully? Personal practice or teacher, which one? Uh, personal practice, and then we'll get to the teacher part. Okay. So I started with meditation, and I've been meditating now for about 28, 29 years. And what happened was the meditation then led me to a practice of journaling because I was getting this wonderful, wonderful flow of, of of messages, really divine downloads, I call them. And they were so beautiful. I, I needed to write those down and keep them because the guidance was so impeccable. And I have notebooks filled with incredible direction on, on what I need to do with my life and how I needed to serve and and how I could step up and help others and use the lessons, my painful lessons, to go and serve women who were standing in those shoes but maybe just could not talk, could not raise their hand and say, I'm in pain. Because there are too many women out there silently suffering. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I'm so glad you're doing something to... to speak to these women and and be able to to help them. So in terms of the the coaching because the coaching incorporates so much of this and and helps people really get connected to their super soul power or soul superpower as you call it. Um how did that start? Well, the first person that absolutely grabbed me by my ear and Whipped me around <laughs> was was Louise Hay, 
mm-hmm. and Ruth Fischel, who's in the recovery movement. Those two women right. kind of really made me wake up and pay attention very quickly. I I loved Louise's written word. I loved her interviews. Her material brought me such great comfort. And then, of course, through Louise, I discovered Wayne Dyer. And I became an avid student of Wayne's and uh, was blessed to see him in Maui just Mm. before he passed and spend uh, four days with him there. And that was one of the most amazing, enlightening experiences of my life. I've I've been just enthralled by Adi Ashanti, Yogananda. I love Eckhart Tolle. Uh, there are just so many good teachers out there now, but we have access to that information. Teachers that we can study online with, take classes with, read their books, and it will absolutely help us develop that spiritual practice, which is the foundation of our success. Success is not about doing more. It's about being more. I love that. That's a great line. You have this book, and I love the title, Alpha Chick, (laughs) Five Steps for Moving from Pain to Power and Choosing Happiness. Tell us a little bit about this book because it is inspirational, and it does talk about the steps, but, but... it just it it the way it's presented is a real is is really powerful in and of itself now well to me an alpha chick <laughs> is an awakened authentic and abundant woman it's not about being you know aggressive or you know the leader of the pack or any of that it's really about being alpha for herself Tapping into that awareness and authenticity, that that beautiful voice within her, which ultimately creates an abundance in life. And I feel I had reached that stage when I wrote the book. I was in such a place of complete gratitude for what I had accomplished in my life and where I had come from, from self-loathing to such a place of self-loving that I needed to share the story. I needed to share the process because there's nothing unique about me. I am like any other woman, but probably have experienced much more trauma. And yet I was able to get up, pick up, start up, and move forward and build an incredibly beautiful life. And I can't say that that it still isn't without challenges, Two years ago, well after I wrote the book, I was married to my soulmate. I thought I had everything in the world. And then I discovered that there had been a long-term betrayal in my marriage. And my world shattered. And I tried very, very hard to work through that situation. But I was left with no options. And so I had to honor myself as a woman for being betrayed, for having every vow in her marriage broken. And I said, I need to step up and do what's right for me. His behavior has no bearing on who I am or my self-worth. You know, that's so powerful because many women cannot get to that place. Mal, we have a couple of people on 
the line, and uh, and if you have found your dog, thank you. However, this is the radio show, so hopefully these people will have something wonderful to ask or to contribute. So shall we do it? Absolutely, girl. Let's do okay, it. Okay, good. <laughs> Hello, you're on the you're on the air. Hello? Oh well. Don't be shy. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, my name is Karen. Thank you so much for taking my call. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, so I, I'm actually addicted to chocolate, and I, I just I've been going crazy with it, and I don't know how to stop. Is it well, organic chocolate? Firstly, well, is, it is your number? Well, I mean, is your number nine one eight? Because somebody else is beeping in. What's the What's your area code? Nine one eight. Okay. Okay, good. Go ahead. So, Mal, I'm sorry to interrupt. I didn't want somebody to keep beeping in here. Oh. So, I love chocolate, no. too. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> being, an out, being, you know, in recovery, sugar is something that doesn't go away easily. Oh, you're telling me about it. Yep. Nope, doesn't go away easily. And, uh, but... I mean, I eat every look, Twix bars... I eat mm-hmm. Twix bars, Hershey bars, Hundred Grand bars, Toblerone, all of those. Okay, I'll tell you what started to turn me—not turn me off, but modify my behavior with chocolate—was when I started to really research what sugar does in our body, and mm-hmm. that scared the daylights out of me because um, it impacts our mental capacity. Uh, it impacts. Hormonal, it impacts energetics, it impacts everything that we do. It weakens, it weakens our immune system and makes yes. us more accessible to disease and and all of that stuff. So, my question oh. is to both of you is: Firstly, I think that organic chocolate works with your blood sugar very differently. Is there a way for you to not be on Massive amounts of chocolate, but and now you could please help with this, but maybe not totally give it up, but reg, sort of regulate it so you're in control of it rather than the addiction being in control of you. Mel, but that or, well, that organic chocolate doesn't that organic chocolate doesn't taste half as good as the Twix bars and the Toblerone bars. I think you can get well, to love it. <laughs> I don't know. Is it the chocolate also then, or is it I the find, sweetness? I, I like the chocolate and the sweetness and the caramel and the peanuts and the candies. But then I found that I, I've started to replace my addiction to chocolate with sex and masturbation, and I just I can't stop. So now you've got a second addiction going. Right. Without yeah. healing, so it, without clearing the first one, right? Right. Probably, to I, be I, honest with you, the sex addiction is probably the primary addiction, and you're masking I, it I, with chocolate. Right. I mean, like I everyone in my building, my na- I've had sex with my neighbor, I've had sex with my colleagues, my boss, so the guy at the supermarket. Here's the thing. We're actually going to, you know, I think, Mel, the point you made, I don't want to cut you off, but we have another person and we're running out of time here. I think the point you made is is essential, that, that, that the sex addiction 
is the primary one because oftentimes chocolate is a substitute and sweets are a substitute for for intimacy, for a lack of intimacy and sexuality. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's incredibly important. Can we go on? And thank you so much for your for your input and for sharing with us. And you, Mal will give information as for you, you know way to contact her personally. But we have one more question before we have to end this. You ready, Mal? I'm ready. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, my name's Tino, and I'm just wondering, uh, the woman who was talking with you guys before, how can I get her number? Because I would love to meet her. I love chocolate, and I also love sex. Well, I cannot give out that information. So um, if somebody wants well, to Well, if she's email. listening, if she's listening, my name is Tino. She could email me at Tino at Hot Guy. AOL65.com, or she can call me at 212-677-1907. Thank you. I'm a good guy. You know, I have a good recommendation for both of them. <laughs> Thank Joanne. you. SA, it's a wonderful organization. Thank you. Sexaholics Anonymous, SA. Go to some meetings. See what happens. Wonderful. Mal. You've been incredible. I love your story. I love the fact that that you transformed yourself and are helping so many women and probably men as well do the same. So I want you to share with our listeners how they can get a hold of this incredible book, Alpha Chick, Five Steps for Moving from Pain to Power and Choosing Happiness, and also how to get a hold of you. Very easily. MalDwayneCoach.com is my website. I have a wonderful free gift up there for any of your listeners that go to this site. They can uh, put their name and email in, and they're going to get these six steps in a video course, in a free video course. And I talk oh, about them a little bit more in depth, and they'll get a uh, a worksheet with it. My book is on Amazon.com. You can just put in Alpha Chick. You'll get it. I'm on the cover, um, and uh, I'm also on Facebook. So, But the website's the best way to just sort of me down and, and get a lot of the free resources that I offer, and that's MalDwayneCoach.com. Mal, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much for all that you do, the service, the the way that you're helping others. And if you could send me that link, I will promote it because I think people need to have access to this wonderful information. Have a blessed day, and thanks so much for being a wonderful guest on Power Your Life. Joanne, thank you from the bottom of my heart for allowing me to be here today and have this conversation with you. I loved it. I loved it, too. Many blessings. Thanks so much again, Mal. Same to you, dear. So we're shifting gears, and firstly, before we shift gears, think about your soul superpower, because as Mal's been talking, that is really where it's at, that, where it's at, that transformative experience, the ability to kind of let your ego go by the wayside a little bit, not disappear, because you do need it for certain things, but allow the true voice, the 
the as now put your your divine voice to come through you and that is incredible and it's also transformational and it brings you to an incredible place of peace so again thanks Mel for all that she's doing next week we're shifting gears and I have Vishnu Swami who's going to be talking about the guide to spiritual success and he's a maverick monk and that's a book he wrote maverick monks guide to spiritual success so we're focusing this month on really accessing that incredible spirituality, that incredible divinity, that incredible soul power that is yours, as Mel said. So thanks so much. If you want to get a hold of me, Joanne with an E at drjoannewhite, W-H-I-T-E dot com, or go to my website. There are lots of free articles and information drjoannewhite.com or docwhite.org. Remember, you can tap into your power, your personal power, your soul power. It's all within your reach. Have a blessed day wherever you are, and stay tuned next week, and thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Power Your Life radio show with host and author, Dr. Joanne White. Listen often and spread the word about the upbeat show to enrich you and grow your life in the direction you desire. Listen again and again and visit docwhite.org for more information and find out how Dr. Joanne can benefit you. Thank you for sharing your day with us and stay tuned for more exciting guests and events to come.